Happy November, Alan. Happy November. <laughs> I see the Halloween hangover. Is it real for you? What do you mean? Oh, maybe not. Maybe maybe this is normal. Maybe it's your new normal look. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, this is, this is my everyday, everyday That's good. attire. You look great. You look great. If you're not watching on YouTube, uh, Tyler is dressed today. Or, uh, sorry, Alan Jackson is with me today. Special guest. <laughs> Doing our roundtable today. We'll see what Alan knows about uh, the fitness and health space today. Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Quite a bit. Well, I don't know how I'm going to be able to take you serious today, but <clears throat> appreciate you uh, providing this distraction. It's great. I don't understand what the distraction is. This <laughs> maybe feel like the, this is, the, this is really, the, truly me. <laughs> the long flowing mo- Well, okay, you're right. I'm being a bigot. I'm, I'm assuming something about you that's not yeah. true, which is that you're normally a clean cut. Shaven individual, yeah. so I apologize for assuming. See, Tiffany's been assuming ba- your look. begging for the womb broom for a long time. <laughs> the womb broom, <laughs> and finally I gave in, and I was like, yeah. "All right, you can, you can have a mustache." Your hair grows oddly fast. Yeah, yeah, that's it's a special talent. It's one you have. of those talents. Uh, we're gonna obviously get to that, but um, you know there is a supplement you can take for that. And <laughs> doing it, dude. So it's a collagen supplement, and it just helps. When I was in college, I wanted to grow my hair out, and there was this horse mane and tail <laughs> shampoo. Yeah. Did you hear? Did, did y'all ever do I that? Used it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I used it too. They uh, said it could grow your hair faster. I don't know what the. I don't. Well, I didn't notice the difference, but I used would, it. What we would believe from <laughs> yeah. marketing, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of health and fitness marketing, yeah, yeah exactly. There we go. Well, we're going to announce at the end of our episode today. We have a winner for our October giveaway. Yes. And if you didn't know, this uh, beautiful, delicious Jocko Discipline Go drink that I'm sipping on right now, we had a contest in October. And it was a review contest. If you left us a review, we asked you to screenshot it, shoot us a DM, and we would pick a random winner uh, and send them a variety pack of Jocko Discipline Go. And we have our winner Mm. today. And I'll announce that here at the end of the episode. But it is November. Yeah. And I want to make the argument before we get to our main topic today that this November was already, in my opinion, the best month of the year. I love November for a variety of reasons. I would argue this is the greatest November in the history of Novembers. Ooh. Bold statement. That's super bold. Let, let me elaborate. Please. In the sports world, which yeah. is where I live a lot of my life and mm-hmm. a lot of my hobbies and interests are in the sports world, you've got football in full swing. Yep. You've got baseball World Series going on right now, which whether you're a baseball fan or not, World Series is exciting. Basketball, which I'm not a basketball fan, but it's, it's starting up. It's, yeah. it's getting going. And then the greatest sporting event known to man, the World Cup, is this November, which is rare because usually the World Cup is in the summer, yeah. but they're hosting it in Qatar this year, and Qatar is like 150 yeah. degrees in the summer, Too so hot. they literally couldn't do it. So now that it's 105 <laughs> in November, yeah. they'll be doing – in fact, Brazil plays – this Thanksgiving Day, hmm. which, like I said, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday of the year. Yeah, and Brazil playing on—I mean, it just amplifies. So and that's in the sports world. So, yeah. and then November's Thanksgiving, my favorite holiday. Yeah, it's 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 arguably at least where we live in you know, southern United States, Southwest Texas, whatever you classify it as, uh, is arguably the best weather month. Uh, that's what I was going to get to next. Yeah, like today yeah. when we're recording this. 
It is 73, no wind, completely sunny. It's like Crystal Southern California clear. right That's now. Right. And you only get that about a month yeah. out of the year. Sometimes it's October. Sometimes, Most of the time, though, it's around this yeah, November you've time. Got, you've got April, but mm-hmm. usually it's raining, right? But if you yeah. catch between April or May is usually nice months. Um, but November is always yeah. golden. So just another reason. And then another reason in the political world, we get to vote out. Yeah. Corrupt, lying politicians and replace them with more corrupt, lying politicians. <laughs> I was like, where's he this going This November. This? So that's great, what too. Side, what side he's taking today, man? <laughs> either side. It's, you, we're screwed either way. Yeah. But at least we get to make a change. That's right. That's right. Here this month. Yeah. So a lot, a lot of good things going on this month. And the number one reason November is the best I'm glad month. you said this. Go for it. Is the year of the birth of our of Tyler podcast host. Okay, I was going to go a different direction, but there we go. The seventh, right? Ninth. November 9th. Ninth, yeah. Is, is yeah, Tyler yeah. Klutz, which so, leads to the other big event happening this month that I was going to tell you about. Also the best. Which we've been announcing ever. for about six months now, it yeah, seems like. come on. Choctaw Casino and Resort. Tyler, myself, and Darren will be there. Cowboys play. The Green Bay Packers will be there at the league, which is their sports bar. Yep. Uh, so come see us. Come wish Tyler happy birthday. Buy him a happy birthday burger. Come on. Drink, whatever. And come hang out with us. It's, it's going to be a great time. It's a great time. Yeah. time. The league is a great time. Whether you like sports or not, the league is just a I'm gonna great admit, place to be. I'm going to admit it's been, a, it's been two or three months since I've been up to Choctaw. And I like cannot wait to get yeah. back. Oh, I'm excited. It's just been a really busy fall, mm-hmm. but I cannot wait to get yeah. back up there. I totally agree. It's been a little bit since I've been as well. So. Uh, need to get back on those concerts. They're always having yeah, good concerts up yes. there. I know my daughter's been killing me. Uh, Hunter Hayes uh, is going up there. I yeah. think he's playing on New Year's. Okay. And she's been on me about it. Yeah. He, like, he had I, a, I, I well, keep deflected. Wasn't he the one that sang Wanted? That famous song like uh, 10 years ago? So there's... Hunter Hayes? Maybe it was a different So there's a, there's, a, there's a couple. <laughs> I get these. There's two of them that I get confused. But anyways, yeah. I think this is... The one that seems... I could see... The, this guy I'm thinking of, I could see him the, appealing to... The one that's to, like a little kid, right? Yeah. yeah is who you're thinking of. That's who I'm thinking to, of. To the younger um, crowd. But it, there's, a, there's another guy that seeing that's it's not... Who is that? That's... The Sings the Song oh, I'm thinking of? Yes. Yeah, I don't think I know Hunter Hayes. Yeah, no, I think it is. Do you know yeah, Hunter Hayes, Scott? Thing. Okay. It's the one that you, was like kind of the kid country singer, right? He was like a younger yeah. guy. Um, hold on. There's another one. Um, anyways, so anyway, she wants to go see that. Concerts, concerts everywhere. Uh, January 1st. I think nice. it's New Year's Day. Nice. You better get your ticket now. I know. I know. Yeah. We'll anyway, see. so we'll be up there November 13th. Come check us out. Just another reason. So, did I make a good argument that this could be the greatest November in Honestly, the history of Novembers? Uh, hey, you know what? I mean, it's going to be hard to compete with it. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to think of any other. What's your favorite month of the year? I mean, partial to November. Okay. Obviously. Um, I, do, I, do really like, I do really like June. Okay. Because June is like when you really let me let me back up summer swing. Yeah, it's like in you get effects. in the summer. It's like kids are out of school. Like there's just a uh, an energy about June. It's just yeah. different. Yep. That I I, I like really June. Like. Yeah. So, yeah, but like I said, I, I'm I'm more of a fall guy. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah, I get it. So anyway, exciting month ahead. Uh, today, 
wanted to talk a little bit about uh, training phases over your lifetime. Mm-hmm. And the what I was what I was sitting here thinking was, if I could go back with the knowledge I have now, and start my training life over, what would I have focused on? Each, I, I broke it out into decades. So each yeah. decade of my training life, what would I have put focus on, and what will I put focus on? And and I will do this yeah. going into the future. Uh, but then I think about my kids. You know, my yeah. oldest is five. He's actually you know, I have a garage gym. I've never once asked him to go out there and work out with me. He's we we did another workout yesterday. He's yeah. he's begged me every single time, and it's simple stuff: yeah. push ups, jumps, sprint down to the neighbor's house and back, stuff like that. So yeah. we're not like right. <laughs> we're not barbell squatting or anything. Yeah. But it's fun that he's excited about it. Uh, and I, like I said, I've never forced it on him. He just wants to get out there and get after it. And yeah. again, it's never been a fight. It's never been a a struggle. Um, but I'm thinking about his training life and, and how, you know, how it's going to look. And again, this isn't hard and fast, black and white. This is more just kind of a guide that I thought about. If I was looking for longevity over a lifetime, take sports out of it. I mean, sports can, can play a part here, but taking sports out of it for your average person, what should they focus on each, each decade Mm. of their training life? So I started as a 10 year old to me, that's a great age to get in there. Yep. Get going on the foundational principles of training. Get introduced to it. Again, my five-year-old's already been introduced, but that's not most kids. So from 10 to 20, and I broke it down, like I said, from 10 to 20, 20 to 30, and so on. The number one priority to me from that decade of time, that decade of training, is mastering foundational movement patterns. Yep. And those are your squat, your hinge, your lunge, your overhead pushing and pulling, your horizontal pushing and pulling, and then your loaded carries. So to me, that decade of your training life, that should be your number one priority. Yeah, I movement think, quality. Yeah, I think the, the the challenge with that 10 to 20, right? I think everything else you can do, 20 to 30, you can break up. There's so many uh, fundamental and paramount phases within that 10 years. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I totally agree with you. I think, I think those are the most important things. Um, but, like, you've got... You got baby giraffes from 10 to 13 as they're right. you know, going through puberty. You know, if we're, if we're just speaking about boys, but even girls, right? Like that's when girls are going through it as well. So there's like awkwardness. There's lack of coordination. There's hand-eye coordination that's still developing. There's, there's a ton that's going on in that like early part of that decade. And then, you know, then you say 14 to 18, right? That's like a massive, massive growth strength like period, like the amount of strength and weight that I put on from like 14 to 18 was crazy. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, the end of that decade, it, then it's like, now it's really refining like the strength and stuff like that. It's a little more specific. So it's hard, right. To when you're just saying, Hey, decade, decade wide, I think that's the exact, exactly it. But even there's nuances within that. And obviously we're trying to keep it broad, but yeah, think, and the nuances and secondary priorities I wrote down, strength, muscle, cardio base, athleticism, et cetera. To me, though, as a new trainee, mm-hmm. I can get really jacked and really strong on the very basics. Yeah. And if I try to go too far, too fast, yes. Yes. add too much too fast, yeah. I'm, set, I'm screwing up 
yeah. years down the road. Yeah. So I agree with you. There is a big jump from 14 to 18. Your testosterone, you're going through puberty. Yeah. The great thing about that phase, though, is yeah. you you can be an absolute moron and still put on size and strength. Um, and, and so that to was, me, if that you, was yeah. my buddies in high school and me in high school, yeah. absolute morons. Yeah. So to me, if you can master those foundational movements and get really strong, really good at performing squats, hinges, lunges, I don't have to add a lot of extra yeah. stuff during that phase. I'm going to get big and strong. Yeah. Doing those foundational but, movements, but even to back up, like on the on the early part of that decade, the movements is what's most important, not the weight, exactly. the movements of yep. it, and and then the foundation behind it. So to me, if you're if you've got you know a ten to twelve year old, focus has got to be on core strength and stability. Like, and when I say core, it's like below the chest and like above the quads. Like if you're looking at that core section of strength, so that includes glutes, that includes hip flexors, that includes your actual abdominals, that includes lower back, that includes your, you know, uh, piriformis, that includes like the whole muscle system like that's in the middle of your body, right? That's the foundation that everything works off of. Especially yep. at, at this age, you're going to be doing a lot of running. You know, most sports include uh, include running or involve running. I mean, that's a big part of it. And running is built off of that core. Everything is pushing off of your core. So focusing on building strength in your core. And then one thing that I didn't do much of, you just kind of naturally are more, more nimble, but like really focusing on flexibility yep. and working on that at that age to build the basis of it. Yes, like strength needs to be a part of it. But if from 10 to say 14, if you can build strong core, get really fundamental with movements and learning the right movements, learning the right way to squat, learning the right way to deadlift, learning the right way to over, uh, to press, whether it's overhead or chest press. Those are really important doing it the right way so that you're not creating habits, not creating um, deficiencies in movements when you're getting older, when you can actually start to add some strength to it, like yep. in some weight that you're doing it the right way. Yeah. A lot. Of, and I remember thinking back, when I was, it's, it's, there's a lot of ego lifting as a kid. You oh, want to yeah. compare with your friends. Oh, yeah. The great thing about being a kid is, as you said, you are pliable. You are more flexible typically. Yeah. And so working through that full range of motion, even yeah. if you have to back off weight a little yes. bit, if you can work on full range of motion, get really strong through all ranges, it's just going to, and again, I know that's a hard concept to grasp at 14 yeah. when your buddy's bench pressing 135 pounds. But if you can be patient mm-hmm. or you can have a guide or a coach that can, preach patience to yeah. you which again i know in sports there's a whole discussion about who's leading those programs it's, right. it's some anyway anyways if yeah. somehow you can have the patience and the wherewithal at that yeah. time well, to be able he, to, to 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 really focus on full range of motion because that's going to keep your flexibility yeah. but it's also allowed you to add strength yep. on top of good movement exactly exactly and, and it's stuff that like we are now thinking of like mm-hmm. i wish that i'd have done like ankle mobility yeah you know, like something that you really just don't think of at, at that age. And, and and I get it, and it's hard, and I was the same way, but even my 8-year-old, every once in a while, they'll come to the gym with me. And my 10-year-old, she's just, like, physically a whole lot stronger than he is. Mm-hmm. And um, and so, but we were working on deadlift. We were working on a couple things, a couple movements. And he wanted to do the bar, and he wanted to add weights. And I was like, listen, No. You need to be on a PVC pipe. You need to learn the movements. You need to learn, like, 
actually how to do it the right way. And I said, and I gave an example, and, and here's kind of for everybody, if, if say you're, you know, an adolescent listening to this, or, you know, you know, maybe you're, you know, 10 to 15. In college, at 18 and 19 years old, in order to lift the right way, I spent six weeks, six weeks, in college when performance was everything, I spent six weeks with a PVC pipe before I was ever allowed to use an actual barbell, put weights on it, six weeks to learn the movements with a PVC pipe before I was actually allowed to lift weights. Yeah. So if, a, if an 18-year-old Division One athlete, if a PVC pipe is good enough for them, at 10 years old, a PVC pipe is good enough for you. Yep. I promise you. Learning the movements, learning the technique is, is so much more important. And there's, look, you can get stronger and you're going to build muscle and you're going to do all those things, but you don't have to go and try to follow what you, know, you see on YouTube or mm -hmm. what you see your parents do or what you see your older brother do. Like, learn it the right way because, yes, it's like the, it's like the bell curve, right? You're going to literally, it's going to be a little bit slower, a little bit slower. But when you start to climb, you're going to climb so much faster yep. than yep. everybody else around you. If somehow you can have the patience to realize this is, and you've said this before, this is a lifetime. Yeah. So what am I doing today that's going to set me up for a lifetime? All parents, all people who have kids that are training, you should be following on Instagram. His name is Joey Burgles, B-E-R-G-L-E-S. He is the strength and conditioning coach at Tech. But he has tons of clips and videos on his Instagram page of training middle school athletes and how he trains them. And it's exactly what you're talking about. He starts with the fundamental basics, yep. very foundational principles and workouts. He is an awesome follow if you have young kids, especially yep. young athletes. Uh, and, again, his, he's at Joey Burgles, J-O-E-Y. B-E-R-G-L-E-S. Yeah. I, I would highly recommend It's It's building him. movements that translate to athleticism. So jumping, mm -hmm. um, change of direction, body weight, controlling your body weight, body weight movements. Um, I mean, hills, like if you do incline runs, like these are all things that, yes, like you don't have a bar on your back or you're not pushing dumbbells, but like these will translate to – actual muscle growth at this age right so that's how i would start and that's how i will start my my boys on their training ages fundamentals of those first 10 years because mm. you're going to get big and strong and pretty much do anything so you might as well get big yep. and strong and doing the fundamentals yep 20 to 30 Yo. this is your peak testosterone age this, this is, is instagram influencer yes, window this, this is whenever you're just freaking steroided up getting without jacked, the steroids getting yeah tan and jacked exactly exactly and so to me, we know we've had former guests on. There's just so much data out there about muscle mass and its correlation to overall health. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean you're a meathead if you want to go after muscle. Now, there's, <laughs> there, you can take it too far. But to me, that next phase, that next 10-year decade of, of training, that should be your number one priority yeah. is building as much muscle and strength as you possibly can. Yep. Again, everything's ripe in your life. Yeah. For this decade. Yes. You probably don't have, you might have kids, but yeah, you probably don't have a whole lot of life stress. You're probably getting good sleep. You're probably able, able to control your nutrition for the most part. There's just a lot less, I think back on my 20s and the stresses I had then versus what I have now. Oh, yeah. It is a prime age. And again, your hormones are the, are the best at this time. Everything's in peak condition 
to be able to put on size and strength. Yeah. And so to me, and, and guess what? I, I didn't say 20 to 22 or 20 to 24, 20 to 30. Use 10 years. Building muscle is a long process. And the more time you give yourself, the better. So to yeah. me, I would use every bit of that 10 years to see how much. Now, again, I don't want to be so bulky that I can't move. Yeah. I'm not saying that. I still want to be, you know, and that's where the secondary priorities to me, building up your cardio base, maintaining your athleticism, your movement quality, et cetera. But to me, the main goal would be how can I get as much muscle and as much strength yeah. on these good quality movements as possible? Yeah. Because, like you said, the stresses, the, the obligations are, I would argue for the most part, like you said, yeah. are less than maybe 30s, 40s. Yeah. So build that base because then when you do get into your 30s, then you are on a different, I'm sure you're going to talk about it, but different program from a maintenance standpoint. Right. Yep. Right. Because building muscle is a challenge. It takes a lot of volume, meaning yep. a lot of reps and sets. And it takes a lot of it volume. It takes a lot of time. When it comes to food. When it comes to food, it takes yep. a lot of volume because of food. It takes a lot of re good recovery, lots yep. of sleep at night. Yeah. Yep. You know, eight, ten hours of sleep at night. It takes a lot of I mean, it just takes a lot of energy and effort. Yeah. And that's I again I, I'm looking at my life. I was, my life was much more conducive to that yeah. in my 20s. And like you said, from the hormone perspective and testosterone, your ability to recover is just much higher. Mm. Trust me. Now, this is anecdotal, and so it's not, there's not any science. But I'm telling you, when you get into your mid-30s, recovery changes. It's just different. Yep. I'm tell, like, from experience, hear me when I say it, it's just different. And I think anybody over 35 can probably back me up on that. But take advantage and break down those muscles. Tear them down because your recovery will be so much faster. Again, do it smart. Yep. When I say tear them down, I mean put, put stress on your muscles, right, mm -hmm. when you're training. Um, because, again, build that foundation so that the maintenance thereafter is just going to be so much easier. That's right. That's right. And so now that you've spent those 10 years just putting on muscle and you're freaking jacked and tan, 30 to 40. Yeah. Now we can shift in a little bit more of a maintenance mode. Yeah. And so to me, the number one priority during this decade, and again, I, I've fought against this my first five years. I'm 35 now. I've tried to fight against this a little bit, but I'm realizing not only is test, our testosterone lower, yep. not only is testosterone lower every age after 30 or every year after 30, I've got two kids now, a third on the way. My sleep is horrible mm -hmm. at this phase of my life. Work stresses are crazy. My nutrition isn't the greatest. And again, I'm just speaking for me. This is not exactly the prime time yeah. for yep. me to try to put on muscle. Yep. The work, the, the haze in the barn, as they say, yeah. Alan yeah. Jackson. Yeah. The haze in the barn. That, the muscle that I have is probably the most. Now, again, can you put on muscle in your yeah. 30s? Absolutely. Yeah. Me personally, my life stress, everything going on right now, it's not realistic at this, at this moment to be thinking I'm going to go put on five, 10 pounds of muscle yeah. during this next five years. That's just not possible for me. So for me, the, the work's already been done. Now it's about muscle preservation. Yep. And it takes a lot less volume, a lot less time, a lot less recovery, a lot less food, a lot less everything to maintain muscle yeah. as it did to try to build it. Yep. So in your 30s, maintain that muscle that you, that you work all those 10 years for, yeah. that you work so hard for. Again, it doesn't mean you can't build it's just your average person. I'm talking to the average yeah. person. So that's what I would focus on is muscle maintenance and strength maintenance. 
But now I'm also going to focus and shift my focus on cardio. Yeah. And improve my cardiovascular fitness. I didn't do a lot of this. I did, I did enough cardio to get me by in sports. And then in my 20s, I didn't do a lot of cardio. But now I'm starting to see just how beneficial it is for the long term. Yeah. For a long, healthy life and all the studies that came out that, that are out there about cardiovascular fitness. Yeah. And so to me, those are my two, ne- two main focuses this next five years. Yeah. Is- still, still a supplement to resistance training. Right. I still I still fully agree that there needs to be a, a form of resistance training. There will every, all, for every, me there will always be yeah. a form of resistance and, but training. I, but I think everyone should understand yeah. that, especially if you are in your thirties or even forties. There needs to be resistance training because when when cardio is your only only form of exercise if you get skinny fat. Yeah, I was going to say, if longevity, right, and, and overall health is your goal, just make sure that you're aware of what happens with just extended amounts of cardio, and that's your only form of exercise. Yeah. Look, if it's sit, in a, sit and watch TV or go for a run, go for a run. A million percent. Agreed. But if you have the ability to add in resistance training to, again, to replace, repair, grow muscle mass – it needs to be there because, again, just overall health. All the science points there. Metabolism, fastest on resistance training. Like, that's when it's at its peak. Bone density. Bone density. Mm-hmm. Um, just overall health, like immune system. Yep. Overall health. We've talked about this on previous episodes. So there's there's so many things that are important about. So, But cardio, if there's ways, and I mean, there's so many things. There's, there's HIIT classes. There's, you know, there's like with Orange Theory, F45. Like there's all these group classes that you can do that combine both. Um, CrossFit is another one. It combines both. There's all sorts of things that you can do to create a cardiovascular uh, training period and resistance training period. So I would just encourage that. The other thing that I'll say, and I may be beating you by a decade, but in my opinion, 30s, you need to fo- start focusing on mobility and flexibility. And and again, you you that may be on your list later, but I'm going to insert my. Thoughts yeah, on that. I had that as more of a secondary priority: movement, quality, injury prevention. Yeah, yeah. Just and, and when I say secondary, I don't mean it's not important. I just mean that's it's not, not it's not the number not the, one. That's priority. not the title of the chapter, right? right. Yeah, it's a subtitle. This is subtitle. <laughs> yeah, because, not with you. Because again, you know, yes, c- continuing to do resistance training, really kind of focusing on harnessing your cardiovascular training. But then mobility, because in the 30s, that's when you're going to start to see injuries from things that you wouldn't get injured at in your right. 20s and teens. Yep. So mobility is big. Ankle mobility, I can't stress it enough. The importance of ankle and wrist mobility. Telling you, like, those are two things that are crucial. With leads to knees, hips, elbows, shoulders. The whole thing, like, starts at the, the outer extremity joint. So start with, start with your, your ankles and wrists and then work inward. Yep. Because those are things that people just overlook. Yeah, everybody yeah. thinks, oh, get your hamstrings flexible. Oh, look, I can t- touch my toes. Yeah, that's one element of it. But what about just like joint mobility? Yeah. Like how much movement you have within joints? Yeah. And again, one of the best things you can do for mobility is working through a full range of motion on yeah. your exercises. Yeah. So having the mobility, everybody, but most people's minds when they think mobility goes first to, you know, getting a band and doing all these stretches. Yeah. How about just going through a full range of motion squat yeah. and the ankle mobility and the hip mobility that provides. So combine the two. I totally agree yeah. with you. 40 to 50. Oh. You're exactly right. To me, the number one priority now at this point is injury prevention and movement quality. Mm-hmm. 
and continue with that cardiovascular fitness. So yeah. this to me is maybe you're not deadlifting 500 anymore. And again, there's going to be outliers. There's going to be people that can and do, and they're going to be just fine. But for the majority of us, maybe you're not trying to deadlift 500 pounds anymore. Maybe you're now thinking about more movement quality, range of motion, thinking about lateral side-to-side movements, more balanced training, single-leg type stuff, stuff that's going to aid you in your older years. Again, you've spent, at this point, the first 30 years of your life building your muscle and strength. Now let's maintain that through balance and coordination. For older people, and again, we'll get to this in the 50-plus category, but just being able to stand out of a chair is massive. And the the downward trajectory people take when they can no longer get up and, and even out of a chair yeah. is just it's insane yeah. so to me your 40s and 50s spend it on injury prevention movement quality. so let's just say yeah you can get out of a chair what's your thought process at like that 40 to 50 because we keep saying like 40 to 50 is like okay you're you're on the fringe of being elderly like i mean I still like I, I've got guys that I train with that are in their 40s that are still squatting over, you know, 450 pounds that yeah. are still doing things like just because you're there doesn't mean that you have to be okay. Now I'm now I'm doing my my water aerobics classes with my floaties. Yeah. Like that's yeah. not what we're saying. Right. You can still you can, there's still a ton you can do. Get but, after I, it. but I agree from an injury prevention standpoint, you've got to be very very conscious of it. Yeah. Very and very careful. That's where we go back to the 10 year old. That's starting to do movements and learning the movements the right way. So you're doing things the right way. So you're not having to learn it. But question for you is, let's just say you're in a, you, you've, you've done these things. What is your thought process on like f- emphasizing single, single leg, single arm movements from a balance perspective? In yeah. This, in this decade. Yeah. So like single, single leg deadlifts or single leg. Oh yeah. No, that's from exactly a balance yeah. and stuff like that. No, that's exactly what I would do. Yeah. Um, again, falls are the leading cause of death yeah. after a certain age, right? Yeah. So not leading cause of death, but leading cause of, you know, a, a downgraded life. Yep. And no, I totally agree. Like single leg RDL, single leg squats, lunges, things like that, building up. Because if you're just staying on both feet your entire training life, yep. you're gonna create these imbalances. That's just that's just sitting at your desk all day doing things like that. The so to same- me, yeah, so, single sorry, leg. The single most important thing that I did in my athletic career came when I was 30 years old. I had a, a hip issue that I could not get rid of, mm-hmm. could not get rid of it. And I saw physical therapists. I saw th- athletic trainers. I saw doctors. I saw orthopedists, orthopedic surgeons. Couldn't figure out what was going on with my left hip. Like I could not. I had like shooting pain anytime I would back squat. Anytime I would run, like anytime I'd sprint, the only thing that made it feel better was when I'd literally take like Celebrex anti-inflammatory, mm-hmm. like which is terrible for your liver. Right. And and couldn't figure out what it was. And the strength coach at the Cowboys, he was like, you know, I think you just need to, I think you need to go really heavy <laughs> on that leg. And I'm like, what? No, I can't. It hurts. He's yeah. like, you know, all these. New age doctors, they say stay away from it. Sometimes you're just weak. Yeah. And you just need to attack yeah. it. And I literally did. And so what I did is I did single leg squats. And we did it on a Smith machine. So for those of you who don't, don't know what that is, it's, it's, it's the bar that's on the tracks. And mm-hmm. then you can kind of rack it, right? And so 
he had a number of guys doing single leg squats, which is not a Bulgarian. It's not a, it's where your back leg is essentially suspended. You get down to a point, touch your knee, but there's no push off mm -hmm. available. And so I literally, I started, so Tyron Smith was doing sets of eight at like 365. On one leg? On one leg. Jeez. One leg. That's crazy. And here I am, I can barely do 25s. <laughs> no, 25s on the bar. Yeah. Wow. On my left, on my left hip. And I worked up and I ended up getting over like 315 for a set of five at, after a year and a half of doing it. Yeah. But hip issue has, it disappeared. And, and it disappeared within six weeks of doing it. Yeah. But again, the focus on, like you said, right, is, is you have um, imbalances by doing things with two legs, two arms at the same time. You need to isolate each side and go through full range of motion. Yeah, yeah I mean, I haven't squatted both feet in I don't know how long. All of my training. Uh, it's, been, it's been like six months and three days. Let me go back to your Instagram. <laughs> yeah. All of my training now is single leg. Yeah. Single leg split squats, single yeah. leg lunges, things like that. Yeah. Single leg RDLs because I'm mindful of, as I get older, how important that balance training is yeah. uh, and, and, and working each side individually. And then lastly, the 50-plus-year-olds, and I just kind of lumped everybody into that same category. Yeah. Once you get you to 50, old heads. you're pretty much dead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just wait. Just, <laughs> just the death's waiting room. <laughs> yeah, just, just quit working out at 50. Uh, balance and coordination training. Yeah. Again, yep. number one focus, secondary fo focuses are strength and cardio maintenance. Mm -hmm. So to me, at this age, you would hate to do something that's going to put you out of the gym for yep. the next three weeks. Yep. So at this point, it's being smart with your training. It doesn't mean you can't do the cool, fun yeah. stuff if, if you've been building up that base. Yep. It just means you got to be a little bit more mindful. Maybe take a little bit of weight Slower, off. Start being more yes. joint-friendly yeah, joint type stuff. Uh, but again, reintroduce stuff like as weird as it sounds, take a tennis ball, balance it back and forth from one hand to the other. Yep. Work on your coordination. Work on your hand-eye coordination. As weird as that sounds, maybe as easy as that sounds in your younger years, yep. as we get older, we lose these things. Yep. Throw the ball against the wall and try to catch it. Maybe throw it with your right hand, catch it with your left. Yep. Throw it with your left hand, catch it with your right. These things are you're training your brain as well, yep. challenging your brain in a way that you don't normally. Yeah, so, so essentially, let's just say you're, you're 50 years old. And, and to your point of, like, don't do anything that's not going to let you work out the next day. And, and I've talked about this. But if you're 50, and let's just say, it's like, hey, I want to be active. And I want to be more. I want to be an active 70-year-old. So you got 20 years. If you're, if you're really on it and you're really, you know, you've got essentially 5,000 available workouts over these next 20 years. Mm -hmm. 5,000 available workouts. What are you going to do today? that allows you to reach those 5,000 workouts. Yep. That's saying you do five workouts a week, which is a lot. I get it. But potential. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do? If, if you're questioning, oh, if I do this, I may not be able to come back tomorrow. Don't do it. Pass on it at that age, right? Yep. Let the ego go. The ego is for the 20-year-old. Let him do that stuff or her. But make sure that you're doing things that allow you Yes, you need to push yourself. Yes, it's still okay to be sore. Yes, it's okay to do those things. But like you said, take the weight down, maybe increase the volume. Do things that are not going to make, going to set you back. Like now it's about progress. Now it's about, you know, continually steady climb. Like that, that, that grade up the hill is not as steep as it, as it once was. 
just make sure that you're moving forward every day. Yeah. Yeah. So there it is. And again, there's nuance to this. There's outliers in this. But just in general, if you want to catch the 60%, the 70%, yep. this, is, this is a good guide over a lifetime. If you're thinking about longevity, if you're thinking about training for life, this is what I would stick to. And this is what I'm going to keep in mind. Now, again, I'm going to make adjustments and, and different things for my boys. But yep. this is what I'm going to keep in mind for them when I'm thinking about their training life. So sure. um, now to the fun thing that we teased at the beginning, the winner. I know everybody probably everybody probably just skipped the last thirty minutes because oh, they wanted sure. to 100%. they wanted to find out who this winner was. 100%. So uh, again, we had a contest in October, uh, Jocko Discipline Go giveaway, and it was easy. All you had to do was leave us a review on whatever podcast platform you listen to. Take a screenshot, DM us. We had a ton of submissions, uh, and at first, honestly, I was just going to go through and just pick a random one. Yeah. But there was a review that caught my eye, and I think this person deserves. Deserves a winner, and I so want a, to. So it's a partial. So this one's a bias. Yeah, you're, it's a it's a bias winner here. Ah, uh, it was it was gonna be uh, random, but I just loved his uh, feedback so much that I felt like all right, we, we've got a we've got to reward good behavior here. Yeah, but if you <laughs> if you had maybe stated that at the beginning, maybe people would have put. Yeah, maybe they would have thoughtful. But hey, you never know. Always be ready. You never know what, how how the contest is gonna go. So our winner of our October, and we'll do more giveaways. So don't don't freak out if if you didn't win today. But our winner is Tyler Belay. Oh, I thought I was going to get a case. Not Tyler Klutz. Tyler Belay. And Tyler, I want to read his review because it was it really stuck out to me, and, and you'll see why. His uh, he gave us a five star review. Yeah, appreciate that. Uh, and his topic or his uh, what what do you call it? Um, title. So, the so title good. of his review: Life Changing Podcast. That'll that'll perk you up. Hear that life-changing podcast. So Tyler said, Starting listen, started listening during COVID when I was 17. Never stopped listening and now turning 20. I can tell you listening to these guys and all the people they've had on has changed my life and shaped my mind into the mentality that I have today. From Matt Frazier, Nick Bear, and every episode in between, it never disappoints. The banter at the beginning of the show is also some of the best laughs you'll get. Some people may may uh, disagree with you on that, Tyler. <laughs> Crazy the impact a man can have on someone and so thankful for what these guys do. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was – honestly, I thought all our listeners were in their 30s and 40s. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but Tyler here is a young, young man, 20-year-old, and, yeah. uh, and has been impacted. And, man, I love reading that. That's exactly why we started this podcast was uh, to hopefully encourage people, especially our younger generation. Yeah. Um, forward momentum, forward movement, bettering yourself. So, man, Tyler, we so much appreciate it. We appreciate everybody that left a review. Uh, but, Tyler, we appreciate your review, man. We'll hook you up on uh, Instagram and get your address and shoot you over a case, a variety pack. Come on. Of these discipline goes, man. So, appreciate everybody that entered. Again, we'll do more of these uh, in the future. But thank you to everyone that, that left a review. But even more important than it wasn't about winning some, you know, energy drinks that you can get online. It was more about – reaching more people yeah, and sharing the show. And that's the stuff that means the most to us is you guys sharing it. We're growing all the time. Uh, and that's because of you guys. And we appreciate you so much for doing that and for helping us out in that way. Tyler, any, uh, any closing thoughts, any remarks? Um, I'm going to go work on my uh, coordination, balance, and strength because I'm old now and I can't be putting on muscle anymore. So, Yeah, just give up on that. Loose <laughs> T-shirts from now on. Uh, no, I think that was good. That was a good foundation. Yeah. Um, 
Made it. Look, again, everybody's different. Everybody needs yep. – everybody's unique. So um, – but I think as a, a high-level guideline, that's – I mean, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, I would just say if you're out there and you're, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, uh, don't cut yourself short either. Don't, don't just feel like, hey, because I'm this – um, I therefore am that, yeah. right? Like create your own journey, like push yourself as hard as, as you, as you can, as you know that you're capable of, uh, because only you are the ones that are going to yeah. decide what your limits are. And so, yeah. And none, none of that, I hope none of that was to imply that you don't work hard after a certain age because yeah. <laughs> yeah. you can work extremely hard right. focusing on different things. That's right. And, in, and if you're listening to this, you're like, man, I'm 45 and I've never worked out. Yeah. So what do I do? You're going to probably still have to start with the foundational movements yeah. first if you're wanting to set yourself up for injury-free, pain-free training. Mm -hmm. But, you know, maybe, you're, maybe your growth accelerated at that yeah. time since yeah. you're a little bit older. You're able to pick up movements a little bit. Maybe you have a background in some athletic and you just, just got to reawaken yeah. that beast. So, yeah, none of that's to imply that you don't work hard after a certain age. Yeah. You're going to still work hard. But all, it's it's just, just differently. Just know, though, that working hard also can look like patience. All right, being patient with the process and understanding it and be consistent and not giving up on it. Like you can work extremely hard by moving very slow. Yep. So yep. just the biggest thing you're going to fight in your whole training life is ego. Yeah. That's always going to be the big, whether yep. it's ego not to beat enough. other people, ego to beat yourself. Yeah. You're not fast enough. You're not big enough. You're not strong enough. You don't look a certain way. That's going to be the biggest yep. challenge that, and the biggest hurdle you're going to overcome. Yep. So, right. uh, shut that ego up yep. and train hard. Appreciate you guys. Love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good rest of your Wednesday.